This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hello from the Other Side. Um, my name's Ash, and uh, tonight, today, this evening, this morning, I'm joined by Mark, who is a local journalist and reports on Cheltenham Town, and he's also a supporter for 40 years, is it, Mark? I don't want to give your age away. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 40 years. Yeah, well, th- thanks for joining us. Um, so, obviously, we've got um, another trip down to... Uh, the Cotswolds on Wednesday night. So it's uh, a trip to Cheltenham for Sheffield Wednesday. And obviously we won't talk about the last 24 hours on here. This is recording on Monday night. So, yeah. So, Mark, uh, welcome. And um, just obviously Cheltenham Town, coming, mm. we're, com- we're coming to town, should we say. What, what, can, the, uh, what can Sheffield Wednesday expect um, on Wednesday night? A warm welcome. A warm welcome. We're a very welcoming. We're a very welcoming football club, and we we fairly often though we do let the opposition go over the points. But let's hope that doesn't happen on the, on the, on Wednesday night. But um, no, we do pride ourselves on being uh, a family football club, a, a welcoming football club. But um, we, the all the Cheltenham fans will tell you that under the lights, it's a different place to be. You know, it's a different place to Saturday at three o'clock, it, 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 it comes alive a bit more under the lights because it's a tight little ground and there's be a, it'll be a decent crowd on, on Wednesday night. I'm having, get, I'm having to get used to saying Wednesday because we always play on a Tuesday. And playing yeah. Wednesday on a Wednesday is, is just confusing me to high heaven, I have to say. But um, no, it, it it's a tight little ground and hopefully you know there'll be a decent atmosphere there on, on Wednesday night and... Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, I love, I love, I love playing games against teams like Wednesday under the lights. We played Sunderland and Ipswich in recent years on on Tuesday nights, and it's been really good and really special. And we won them both, which is even better. 
Oh, I'm not. I'm not liking them statistics already. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, we've we're bringing a, a good final like we always do. Uh, even if, like you say, Wednesday night's foot is foot. Like, I agree, totally weird saying that. But yeah, Wednesday night we're we're going to bring a good following. Um, obviously, I wish this was something. I wasn't saying this, but we're not in the best of form. Obviously, in the last three games, no. with uh, one point out of the nine, so. Um, and I know Cheltenham are in good form. This uh, what is it? It's uh, lost one in five, unbeaten right, four. Yeah, is that right? taken, yeah t- ten points out of the last twelve. Finally hit a little bit of form. It was looking a bit hairy. The supporters were getting a bit um, a bit worried. But uh, these last four games have, have hopefully just pulled us away uh, a little bit. Win over Fleetwood, a draw with Lincoln, a win at Peterborough, and then a win at home to Exeter. Have really, uh, have really helped us out a bit, and uh, it's come at a very good time for us, really picking these points up. Um, because, as I say, there was a little bit of there was a little bit of worry. We were a little bit too close to the uh, to the bottom four for comfort. I mean, we haven't been in the bottom four since September, but there's always been that little that little worry that a, a poor run of form or somebody from below suddenly going on a great run of form. Yeah. And you, you'd really be dragged into it. But the feeling, I think, is that everybody's breathing a little bit easier now. Not totally, but just a little bit easier now that um, now that Channel got those results and started to pull away. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got to say, looking at, obviously, uh, don't take this the wrong way, and I'm sure everyone agrees, we don't really follow your results. Like, no one really follows anyone else's results. So looking looking over the last five games, I mean... Um, we we would have been we are pretty still confident even after the result of the weekend. Obviously, we need the win for our promotion push automatics. So looking at obviously the opposition picking points or when we haven't is always it doesn't matter where you are in the league and we know this that it's always a little slight worry when you, you're going up against one in a bit of form. Which which yourself Wade Wade Elliott is. Uh, is getting a bit of a tune, isn't he, at the minute? He is, and he's he's had a. It's been a. It's been a very strange season for Chelsea. It's been very. I mean, up and down doesn't really, doesn't really quantify it. To be honest, there's been. It's been like you've had a. We've had a run of games where we'll lose three or four, then we'll pick some points up, then we'll lose three or four again, then we'll pick some points up, then we'll lose three or four again, <laughs> and it's been really like that, and. He's come under quite a lot of pressure. He's had quite a lot of stick from the supporters, especially when we lost to Alf Church in the FA Cup. That that went down like a lead balloon, I can assure you. And uh, there were a lot of supporters around saying, "No, nope, not having him at all. Let's get him out." There's still there's still some like that who still aren't having him. I mean, despite despite what he's done now, but that's the sort. But you can't you can't always change people's minds, can you? That's you like that. Yeah, it was. It was promoted from assistant, was it before? That's right. He was, was first team, summer? first team coach under Michael Duff. Yeah, Michael left for Barnsley, as you well know. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Don't, sorry, yeah. About that. it's not going <laughs> well. This chat. <laughs> need to bring that up either. Sorry about that. Um, no, um, Michael left for Barnsley, and um, I mean, he left because he couldn't take the team any further. That was what he said. He'd taken us to fifteenth in League One which is the highest we've ever finished in our whole history, 100 and God knows how many years, 130, 40-odd years. Mm-hmm. Um, never finished higher than 15th in League One, which is what we did last year. And that's about the ceiling, really. Michael thought, no, nope, I can't do any more than that. And 
I think he probably thought if we have a bad season this year, my career stock goes down. So I've got to take the I've got to take the jump now. So he took the jump to Barnsley, and as we've seen, he's he's not doing not making a bad fist of it. So, uh, so, so saying that, Mark. Sorry, apologies. So he finished <laughs> like fifteenth last season. So he's seventeenth currently. So you're not a million miles off. No. So obviously, where you were saying with the fans, we're getting a bit itchy feet with with Elliot. It's it's strange management and 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 fans and teams. It's it's we, we've had it ourselves in the last like I said twenty four hours with Darren Moore and yeah, it's, it's no, ridiculous. A lot of ridiculous. it, a lot of it was the fact that the football hasn't been great. It hasn't been very exciting. Like last year, we scored sixty six goals, conceded eighty, and there were a lot of uh, we had a, we had a few three threes, a four four. We had a five all at Wickham. This year, uh, we've had a lot of one nils. We've had a lot of sort of, and it's been pretty turgid at times. And I think that that doesn't help, does it? You know, supporters want to see goals; they want to see entertainment. But for Wade, it's been he's been quite pragmatic. He's been quite, I won't say cautious, but he's just been sort of. It needs must really to get to get what he can out of the team and to keep the team up because that's that's yeah. basically where it is. Bottom line is finish above that line. That's yeah. nothing else. Nobody, nobody expects anything else. But the way he's done it hasn't always endeared him to the supporters because. Right. And then you get this, and then you get the stuff about oh, he doesn't show any passion on the touchline and all that sort of stuff, which to me is absolute nonsense. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why supporters seem to like it more when their managers are ranting and raving on the touchline and shouting and swearing at everybody. I don't really, I don't, I don't get any. I don't see how that shows passion, but that's just me being old-fashioned, probably. It, I think, I think, for, yeah, I think fans do do want that, or sometimes they do. They do. No, they, do. they really and, do. And we've we've got we've got a manager, Darren Moore, who's who has really endeared himself to the fans over the over the last probably this season. I think he's um, done obviously, a good job. obviously, it always does help when you're winning, and we've been we were on a great run, but. He's he's not one for running well, running up and down the mm. line, shouting, effing and jeffing and all this. He's got a way that obviously the the guys that playing for him listen to him, um, the fans have, like I said really took to him the way he is with the media as well. So I I, I do get sometimes that people want to see that, and the, and if you're going through a bad patch, it may be perceived to see your manager doesn't care exactly That's like right. you just said. Exactly, exactly right, exactly right. I mean, we had a we had a situation recently. We played. Um, Derby, Portsmouth and Barnsley and we lost all three games by a combined Mm -hmm. 10-0 we were absolutely dreadful at Portsmouth Barnsley absolutely wiped the floor with us not even probably getting out of first gear and we didn't lay a glove on Derby and for those three games there and that's when it really got you know there were a lot of supporters thinking no this, this this isn't working this isn't working I mean, I'm not aware that the board even had a discussion about it. So yeah, I, I really don't think, I really don't think the board ever have ever had this season any intention of of getting rid of the way. Possibly the Alf Church match they might have, they might have done when that was November time. Um, and then I, since we've picked up picked it up in those in those last four games. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's probably a flip side for us. I mean, obviously we we should be or should not should be. That's really apologies. We look to be beating everybody, oh, and yeah. and then results 
that we have had in the last two. Obviously, Barnsley, they're still they're in a great run. Um, that was a for automatic. That was great. a cracking game of football. That really was a cracking game of football. It wasn't at the first twelve minutes, I assure you. But <laughs> but then but then obviously Forest Green, which which we've lost. So for mm-hmm. your fans to turn around and obviously say you've played th- a, two teams. Um, Derby was in great form when you played them as well. They dropped mm-hmm. off a little bit. Barnsley and then uh, Portsmouth, who we beat one 0 away, which wasn't the best game, but we ground out. So for your for the manager to be a bit talked about, then it's harsh because if we if if Darren Moore fails against. Forest Green and um, I don't know whoever, whoever the lower ranked teams. You'd ask questions, even though he's yeah. he went. So it's a bit for for your uh, for Cheltenham Town and, and Ray Daly. It's, it's all about the expectation. Hard. It's all about the expectation, isn't it? I mean, it is. You know, I mean, I, I watched the game on Sunday and I thought um, I thought Forest Green just basically set up to frustrate you. They set up to me. They they flooded the midfield. They almost played yeah. a four-six-zero. At times, yeah, at times, we just totally so. flooded the midfield, and you couldn't get you couldn't get anything going. It's quite simple, really. And mm. well, let's um, let, let's hope uh, Mr. Elliot wasn't watching that. That's that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Well, <laughs> I'm I mean, sure he was. As soon, as soon as that game, as soon as that game finished, it was quite funny because the Cheltenham fans on Twitter were like, "Uh oh, you know, Sheffield Wednesday are going to come and absolutely rocket well, us on." On, on Wednesday, well, they're going to be like rabid dogs coming out, and they're going to absolutely have us for breakfast. That that was that was the sort of general consensus, I think, from the Cheltenham fans having watched that, thinking Sheffield Wednesday aren't going to be as bad again on Wednesday as they were on Sunday. On but Sunday. I think it was a combination of two things: Sheffield Wednesday not being as as good as they can be, and Forest Green playing above themselves. But I did think Wednesday looked a bit leggy. Ash on on Sunday. Just thought they looked a bit, having played that Barnsley game, put a lot into that, and then come come here on come to that game on Sunday. Just felt they looked a bit leggy, a little bit tired. Some of them. For, yeah, for for me that was our uh, and regardless of the result as well. Just purely what you just said, Mark. For for me that was the worst worst I've seen us play for a good while, especially mm. this season. Um, yeah, it's we we are struggling with injuries. It's no. Make no bones about it, but we are perceived to have the best squad in the league or at the start of the season. Obviously, other teams around us have strengthened, um, but we are struggling. With it. And then some of the players that have come in and been given the 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 minutes, just especially Sunday, just did not, just, just didn't get off the bus. To be honest, it was. Yeah. Uh, it's we've whether there was, we, whether there was a bit of complacency, perhaps I don't know. Well, yeah, we we all. Um, all fans thought uh, Will Volks would start. Obviously, he wasn't. He was left on the bench, mm. um, which I mean, he's, he has been really good. I mean, our, mid, our midfield is is supposedly one of the best, but we're missing George Byers. Um, Bannon can't do everything himself for as good as he is, and he was quiet as well. So I, yeah, they, was. I think they, Forrest they Green after, did. They looked after him well. They looked they, after him well. Apparently. They did. So it's. Um, but we're uh, we don't want to talk about it anymore because I'm getting depressed about that. Sorry, I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been at work really today. <laughs> I've been at work I mean, today. I forgot all their about previous, it. Their previous win before you was when they beat us in December, and that was bad enough. I mean, I bet it was. Yeah, we, were, yeah. we had an absolute shocker that day. And, I mean, uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's I know, I, I know Cheltenham are are more than just one man, and mm. you know probably who I'm <laughs> going to talk about because. 
the, it, it, we have to. One, we, it. we, 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 we have it sometimes with our captain Barry Bannon, um, who gets talked about a lot. But there yeah. are other players. But obviously, looking at the stats and the goals, I mean, Alfie May, who we're talking about, I'm sure everyone knew who I was going to say, has got 13, and then you've got three players on two goals. So, yeah. whereas Sheffield Wednesday at the minute, we we're pretty pretty good. We've spread our goals around. Pretty well. We have obviously Josh Windass is. Uh, I think he's on eleven. Our leading goal scorer, which is for a side who's second in the league, is is not a great return, but it it does more than that. But we have got goals all around the pitch. Cheltenham doesn't really look like it, does it? No. So I mean, no, it's been a problem. It's been a it, goals have been a problem. I mean, up to this before this last little spurt that we've been on, we were the lowest scoring team in the division, yeah. and. But Alf is the absolute heartbeat of the team. He really is, like Bannon is for yourselves. I mean, personally, I think Bannon's the best player in the division um, by a long way. I mean, he's probably same with Goldrick as well. But Bannon's the absolute cheat code in League One. <laughs> I mean, the goal he scored—the goal he scored at Hillsborough earlier in the season was just outstanding good, against yeah. us. Um, but no, Alf. I mean. He scored 36 goals since the start of last season in League One, which is the most by anybody in League for, One. More, for, more, for than Michael Smith, more, than, more than Michael Smith, yes, more than yeah. Ryan Hardy, more than everybody, Connor Chaplin, more than all of them. And he's done for, it playing for a team. For a team that finished 15th and 17th yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. And we are resigned to the fact that He's probably going to play for us for another nine games. And then he'll be off somewhere. Where? Who knows? But we are resigned to that fact. His contract, he's got another year on his contract, and then we have another year's option. But um, there have been a few sniffs around. There was was a sniff uh, from Birmingham in the summer window that came in about 10 minutes before the deadline, so he told them to get lost. And then there was a sniff from Gillingham in this last window. Gillingham, um, yeah, when they were chucking, oh, right. well, they, they were chucking the money around, weren't they, in the window? Gillingham. Yeah. He's he's from Kent anyway. That's basically his manner. So um, right. uh, he, so we resigned to the fact that he will go. And I mean, he's our he's our leading football league goal scorer ever. Fifty two got fifty two goals. He's got no more than that. 52, 51, 51 goals in the Football League for us um, in about 150 games. <laughs> so, that, that's that's a great, great return. It's a I decent mean, run. It really is a decent run. And it's, I think it's just a case of, of how much we get and where he goes this summer, to be honest with you, which will be a massive shame. Yeah. And it will leave a massive hole in our team. Uh, of course, yeah. I, I, I mean, we all, we all know money talks and things like that, but I... I would imagine it doesn't matter how much you get for for him, uh, what you're going to have to, or if you can replace him, which I'm just, it's it's going to be a, a killer for Chelsea for, for obviously going forward. Well, it's interesting because we signed a lad um, in the January window called Aidan Keener from Sligo Rovers in Ireland for our record fee of a massive 70 grand. And uh, that's one week of Barry Bannon's wages. Well, indeed. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, <laughs> if you believe what you read. Yeah. Um, so, but to all intents and purposes, and as far as I'm concerned, he's Alfie's replacement. 
So it, it uh, that's my belief that, that I mean they 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 look very similar as players and and to my mind he's Alfie's replacement and you know at the moment so Alf's currently playing up front with his replacement which is the most bizarre thing ever but um no the interesting thing as well is that I mean Alf is Alf and his his family lives in Doncaster Alf's family so where he goes is um well, why not? I, I I like him. I, I've, why not? I've seen I've seen a few guys. It's not it's not just the way that any guy. Not score ruling any it goal. out. Ash, I, know. I really wouldn't rule <laughs> it out. I really wouldn't because you're you're looking you're looking at about half a million quid. That's my half a million to seven fifty. That's my sort of ballpark figure. And there isn't many clubs who can afford that. I think you're looking at you're looking at a club at the top end of League One. Or has just gone up. Whether he's a championship player, I don't know. Never yeah. played in the championship. Not sure. He, he's got, but, got to, He's got to have the chance, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he exactly. can score as many goals in League One and League Two, and I know. move lower. But so I can see, I could, I could see Wednesday, no doubt about it. I could see somebody like Portsmouth. I could see somebody like Barnsley because of Michael Duff. I yeah. could see, you know, all those teams up at the top, up at the top end of League One, being interested. I can see some of the Birmingham might come back. Some of the teams at the bottom end of the championship, maybe one of the ones who are, who come down to Huddersfield have got the money, somebody like that. But those, those I think, are the sort of clubs that you're looking at, unless he goes to a Wrexham or a Gillingham. Oh, yeah. A, a money project. Yeah. But, which you couldn't blame him for. I mean, the guy's 30 years old and he's not going to have many more contracts left in his career That's to give true. him a chance of, of, of making, of, of sort of, Securing himself and his family. So, if he does go to a to a Wrexham or Gillingham for for decent money, he does it, and that's it. That's his choice, and that's money. But to to further his career, the next yeah. move is to a club like yourselves or Barnsley up at the up at the top end. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, I've, I've seen him a, a few games and thing, and I, quite hopefully, I get a quiet night on Wednesday. Uh, against us, but you, you never know, dear. So what's what's the what's the um, how do Cheltenham set up? Are they? Do, I did a bit of research, looked at things, and they're saying they like to get the ball down, play it wide. Um, yeah. Is that is that a, a fair assessment? Yeah, very much three at the back. Um, been three at the back since Michael Duff uh, came in. When Michael Duff came in. He wanted to play four four two when he first arrived. Didn't win for his first ten games. Thought, right, this isn't working. Tried three five two, season off, got to the playoffs, won League Two, <laughs> stayed in League One. So you know, it's um, it, it stayed at three five two, and then Wade's really kept that. Um, as I say, it's been difficult to play. I think <laughs> to play as much football as Wade would have wanted to this season because of you know having to try and stay in the division. But we've played some decent stuff when when we. At times, trying looking to almost play play through the thirds as you do, wing backs trying to get them wide, trying to get balls into the box. Although not too many balls into the box because you know Alfie May's not exactly he's not the he's biggest. Off the he's, him and him and Aiden Keener, the pair of them, are both off the shoulder players. So you know, try and play through, try and play around the back, trying to get him behind that sort of thing. Um, and that's where he's had most of his success. Um, 
that is when he's not scoring from the halfway line like he did at Peterborough, which was absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, one of the most ridiculous goals I think I've ever seen. But um, that's what he's capable of, and yeah. um, he, you know, as I say, we're not a one-man team. We have got other decent players: Ryan Broom in midfield, Liam Circum, good experienced player at this level. You know, at the back, we've got a young lad on loan from West Brom called Caleb Taylor, who's been absolutely outstanding this season, 19 years old. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, remember that name, because I think he's going to have a, a, a very, very decent career. And in goal, Luke Southwood, the goalkeeper on loan from Reading, 14 clean sheets this season, which is up there with with the best in, in League One. Yeah. And another reason why we are not in the bottom four. Yeah, that's, well, I, I didn't realise that. I mean, I think... Uh, I think last count we're on we're on twenty one clean sheets and obviously like I said second so you're not it doesn't seem like you're you're a million miles away Mark in no. in respect to obviously the the way you've been playing and the results you've had I know you said you've gone up and down a bit bit of a roller coaster but it it seemed obviously it's not going to be an easy easy game we know that we're struggling obviously it's it's You've probably got us coming at the right time. Yeah, um, I think you're, so. you're you're in good form. Mm. We're not, like we said earlier. It's um, it's going to be interesting. Um, we've got a couple of guys from the podcast are making the journey down again, so they're they're going to enjoy Wednesday night out in Cheltenham, no doubt. So um, I'm going to I'm going to nearly wrap this up. I'm going to push you for a bit of a <laughs> prediction, oh, <laughs> if, if you don't mind. Um, well, set, I'll set the scene. <laughs> we're uh, we're struggling. You're in good form. <laughs> what's your, what's your prediction? Well, um, I'm, I'm part of a podcast called The Robins Report that we do um, every Thursday as well. And when we did our predictions for this game last week, I did a heart and a head prediction. Right, we'll have it. Yeah. And my heart prediction was a two-one Cheltenham win, but my head prediction was a three-one Sheffield Wednesday win. And it's a it's a very difficult one. And so if you if you ask me to push me now, given the circumstances and having seen that game on Sunday, I would absolutely snatch your hand off for a one one. I would I would absolutely snatch your hand off for it. I really would. And because as I said before, I don't I think Wednesday are gonna come out firing. I really do. I think Darren Moore will have inserted a rocket where the sun doesn't shine, I would have thought, after Sunday. Um I come, I, I come across Darren in the past. Actually, um, my first, one of my first journalistic jobs was in Torquay when he was when he was a young centre half, and uh, he used to stick rockets up people's backsides. Then when he was when he was a, an 18, oh, yeah. 19 year old kid from Birmingham making his way in the game, so I can imagine he still does it now. And um, I wouldn't like to be on the uh, on the end of a of a Darren Moore telling off. I can assure you, and I think. They will have had one, surely, Ash, won't they? After yeah. that, after that on Sunday, so I really think they'll come out firing on 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 Wednesday, and uh, they'll make it very difficult for us. But hopefully, we'll rise to it, and um, the atmosphere will help, and the fans will get behind us, and uh, we can get something out of the game just to keep our run going. If we can just keep this little run going for a bit longer, and just get because I think if we get four or five more points to get to 47 or 48 then I don't think there's any way we're going down so that just another point to help us along the way towards that would be uh, would be great 
Yeah, I, I hope you're right. I hope Darren Moore has uh, obviously had a good stern talking to to the lads because uh, we, we personally, we, we obviously, we can't afford another um, showing like that. And we really can't. We, we're obviously, no disrespect, we are trying to get out of this league. We are very close. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, no, so it's, um, it's, it's going to be, um, I don't know, personally, I've, I've only spoke to Darren Moore a couple of times and things, and he comes across like a real, like I said, he's, He's really good with fans, and yeah. hopefully, when that dressing door shut on Sunday afternoon, there was all held. Yeah, but I'm, I don't, I don't personally know what if he's like that in there or not. No, you know, we don't get to know. But it, whatever he said at half time on Sunday didn't have an effect. So hopefully, it lasted a lot longer mm. yesterday afternoon and on the coach on the way home and and all that. Stuff. <coughs> I mean, the top end of League One is brilliant. I, I mean. I am so looking forward to the playoffs. I know you don't want to be in the playoffs. And, Definitely but not. <laughs> I am so looking forward to the playoffs in League One because that is going to be an absolute dogfight because there are going to be four teams in those playoffs. Because, for example, if, if yourselves and Plymouth go up, then you're going to have Barnsley, Ipswich, Derby, Bolton, probably, in those playoffs. Yeah. And that is just... For the, for the third tier of uh, any football league. Absolutely uh, football, it's, it's unbelievable to have clubs... You know, clubs getting 20, 25, 30,000 crowds at the third level of of football is just ridiculous. And again, it tells what we I mean, our budget is if it's not the if it's not the lowest, it's gonna be in the bottom in the bottom three or four. Um I mean I think I mean it's the highest budget we've ever had, our budget this season. Yeah, but you put that into perspective when you're when you're looking at other clubs, and it's not going to be anywhere near. Um, I mean, even that lot up the road you played on Sunday will be spending more money than than we do. Um, so, you know, being in League One for us is brilliant, but yeah. to have so many unbelievably huge football clubs in the, in League <laughs> One is 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 quite scary at times, and. Uh, they're going to, some of them are going to be around next year because they can't all go up. That's, that's, just, that's right. That's what it is. I mean, it, personally, I'd like to see Wednesday go up because Sheffield Wednesday shouldn't be in the third level of English football. But then, but I mean, we, I, want but, see you, I want to see yourselves in Plymouth Cup. I used to live in Plymouth and I know what, I know what that city can be like. And uh, so, personally, from not just because I'm sat here talking to you now, I would like to see Wednesday and, uh, and, and Plymouth go straight up. But I'm really looking forward to the playoffs as well. Yeah, I yeah, obviously we want to see us go up automatic. I'd love to see us win it, and and we haven't won a league title since '59, which, believe it or not, was well before my time. Um, so it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm going to my prediction is it's a it's going to be a two-one to Wednesday. Um, just having a look at the, I'm not a massive stats man, and it all it's all mystic to me, but. You have thirty-three percent of both teams to score at Cheltenham, so so it's a one in three chance of, of mm. both teams to score. So it's not it's not it's not out of the thing. So I think that will be going on my betting slip. I think, but obviously, <laughs> any, anyone listening, bet responsible if you do. I'm I'm not advocating that. Um, but thank you very much, Mark, for that. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Um, you I don't know whether I'm more positive or, or not talking to you now. Uh, <laughs> but, you know... No, uh, me neither, actually. <laughs> me neither, actually. I was, I was I was watching it on Sunday and thinking, oh, hang on a minute. And I didn't know which way to go, either thinking, oh, oh they're, they're not in very good form or they're going to come on on Wednesday and absolutely smash us up. So, you know, you, you never know. You never know quite which one you're going to get. I don't think. Yeah. 
Oh, cheers, Mark. Right. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been uh, Hello from the Other Side. And um, we'll talk to you real soon because no doubt there's going to be some twists and turns going on, not just from Wednesday night, but I'm sure for the rest of the season. So cheers for listening, everyone. And thank you very much. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Blair, I've put you I've put you on specially. I've brought you on to the side to talk about men's grooming. Downstairs grooming. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm the biggest men's grooming guy in the biz today, Foot. Well, of, of course you are. Of, of course you are. I, and I know that you're a big gym guy. I know you're a big runner. And have you ever been out and about and all of a sudden you've got what can be described as a small fire down there? It's as red as a fire engine down there sometimes, Foot. Well, I tell you what, that's a good point, because uh, right now, the Wednesday week for the next few weeks is going to be brought to you by Manscaped. And we're giving away, well, we're giving away uh, discounts on the Manscaped 4.0 bundle. What's what's it include? I've got, it's the performance package, mate. Uh, You've got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, yeah, a Crop Reviver toner. So, you know, it brings it back (laughs) if you need it. Uh, performance boxer briefs if uh, if performing is an issue for you mate I'm fully seeded but you know <laughs> fully seeded I, I enjoy that yeah 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 so uh, and then we've got all, all the bits that'll keep it off the bathroom floor uh, we've got um, well it's waterproof it cuts down the um, the issue that you might get it helps reduce the likelihood of getting an ingrowing hair as well perfect that's you know what I mean? a Gillette fan. In it, in it. So I thought you'd be a fan. So listen, you guys back home, you guys watching and listening right now, uh, you can get a discount on this if you enter the code TWW20 into the uh, into the checkout at the end, and you can get yourself a 20% discount. That's the Manscaped 4.0 bundle. Get on it. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.